This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. For more information on how they can help you. Hey, this is Carol and Hennessy, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. That for this week is a radio talk show dedicated to the memory of Don Wells. Don Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne on Gilligan's Island. Joining us now is our friend Bill Funt. Bill Funt. Son of Alan Funt, creator of Candid Camera, Bill spearheaded an effort to make the Gilligan's Island movies from the 1970s available on home entertainment. As a result of that effort, uh, he not only worked uh, closely with Sherwood Schwartz and I believe Lloyd Schwartz, he became good friends with the Schwartz family, he became good friends with various family members of Gilligan's Island cast members, and he became good friends with Don Wells. Bill, it's been a while since you last visited our program. I'm sorry it's a sad occasion, but thank you for spending a few minutes to uh, share some memories about Don. I've joked about this with you before. I joked about how I tend to come on when famous friends of mine die, and (laughs) once again, that's what we're doing. But... That's fine. Everybody's got their niche. Yeah. So I, I just wish it would stop happening. I'd rather, I'd rather, and particularly this one, I have to say, I mean, like a lot of us, I was absolutely gutted by this news. Of all the names I've ever dropped, either here or elsewhere, I'm pleased to say that Don Wells and I, for a, a period of time, were actually very close friends, like talk on the phone every day friends. So between that and between how youthful and full of life she was to the very end and between the fact that it happened because of this insane new reality that we're all living in, this one really hurt and still does. So I've got Plenty to say about her. I'm guessing that you first met her through the effort to bring Gilligan to home video, or did you cross paths with her before that? No, I, that is when I first met her, actually. Um, I had, um, I mean, the hope at that time was that it was going to be this big multimedia thing where everybody who could would either do commentary or interviews or liner notes or what have you, and and then we couldn't even pull the trigger on it at all, which I've talked about various times. But I first, I spoke to Dawn over the phone in relation to that, and then I first met her at Sherwood Schwartz's Star on the Walk of Fame, and that was a particularly fun day. I mean, it would have been anyway, other than for the reason I'm about to mention, but I brought Patrick Denver, Bob's son, with me. And Sherwood and Dawn had not seen him since he was a little kid. And iHeart fans will know that he actually appeared on Gilligan's Island as Gilligan when he was five years old. Yeah, in the Jack Jack and the Beanstalk dream sequence. 
That's exactly right, yes. And uh, everybody had a good time that day. That's one of everybody involved. That's one of their favorite memories. And so Don and Sherwood hadn't seen him uh, since, I think they'd seen him uh, since that event, but they hadn't seen him for a long time. And I don't think they'd seen him since Bob died. So it was particularly emotional for them to see Patrick looking so much like Bob and, uh, you know, keeping his spirit alive that day. And then I would see Dawn occasionally just at various things, and she was always friendly. And then one day a couple of years ago, she injured her knee and was in rehab for that and I just started visiting her and then from there uh, we had been aware of each other for about 10 years but from there we just became very close friends and it's it's just one of those things that kind of just happened neither of us planned for it and there we were she's one of the most remarkable people I've ever known. I mean, I was already madly in love with her as Marianne, <laughs> and she was every bit as uh, worthy of that adulation up until, you know, this year. But then from there, she just proved to be uh, someone who would have uh, inspired that kind of reaction, whether she'd been famous or not. Bill Funt is on the line with us. Bill Funt, son of Alan Funt. Bill Funt, the unofficial eighth castaway of Gilligan's <laughs> Island, insofar as uh, he's worked behind the scenes to bring the show to home entertainment. And while that hasn't come to fruition yet, uh, I think you'll agree that sometimes the the real rewards of why we take on something don't become evident to us until afterwards. And Right. And in this case, I would I would argue your biggest reward is your friendship with Don Wells. I mean, how many people can say that? For sure, for sure. I mean, it it's definitely something to take with you to the grave. And it's funny you mentioned me as the eighth castaway. I do remember now the first time I met Don and. Russell Johnson was still alive at the time. I never met him or spoke to him, but I I attempted to make contact with him once. And I told her that, and she said to me, Oh, will you tell Russell to call me? I've been trying to get a hold of him, and I haven't heard back. Will you tell him to call me? And I thought to myself, I've become the concierge of the island now. You know, it's, it's it's funny. You mentioned how around the time she was rehabbing from her injury, you saw her and then you just clicked. Our mutual friend Jeffrey Mark mm-hmm. shared a similar story about how he first became friends with Dawn and they met on the set of one of the uh, movies she was producing for CBS in the early 2000s. And... I guess there was something about her. There was a sort of I, I, we'll call it a kismet factor, that mm-hmm. you know there if if you connected with her right away, it's like you had a friend for life. Well, I have a couple of things to say to that. First of all, I do want to credit Jeffrey with paving the way for me to be closer to Dawn because, like I said, I already knew her, but um, Jeffrey 
was uh, tighter with her at that point in terms of being on the, you know, in the loop for parties she was having. Mm-hmm. And he invited me or had her invite me one night to that. And she threw incredible parties, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was every bit the hostess and cook and interior decorator you would think she would be. But it really was because of Jeffrey that I ended up getting closer to Dawn. So thanks, Jeff. And then um, the second thing was, as far as getting to know her, you know, you, you said that if you clicked with her, you had a friend for life. That's true, but let me tell you something. She clicked with everybody. She was the kindest person to strangers, whether they recognized her or not, that I've ever seen i've never seen her be anything other than exactly what you would hope she would be and i've spent entire days around her so i saw her get approached all the live long day and uh she just was always everything you'd ever want her to be she had her moods if you knew her a little better than that but she never inflicted that on strangers so uh that was really something to see Don did not have any children that I am aware of, but I understand, and you you kind of touched on this, Bill, in uh, in, in what you just said. I, I, I understand she had a, a lot of, let's say, maternal instincts that she absolutely. that she shared to the people that uh, were very close to her. Yes, absolutely. Don Don never set out not to have children. It was just kind of how her life played out. Uh, the, the one time that she was married, it ended before uh, that was ever going to be a consideration. And then from there, just it, it just uh, never came to that. But she loved the children, and she was great to children. As a, as a matter of fact, if I had to pick a favorite memory of her, it would be the time that she FaceTimed with my three nephews who were, gosh, they must have been 8, 10, and 12 at the time, and they had become big fans of Gilligan's Island from watching it on Amazon Prime. It's so interesting. I mean, each generation comes by it differently, Mm -hmm. and for that generation, that's how, you know, for us it was, we ran home every day after school to watch it, mm-hmm. and then before that, it was oh, I watched it uh, every I watched it every week on yeah. CBS. But for my nephews, it was uh, that they downloaded it on Amazon Prime, and then uh, Dawn was kind enough to have a FaceTime with the three of them. She wasn't real visible during it because. Quite frankly, she was a Luddite. She was not fond of technology. She was at least not in terms of her putting in the work to figure it out. If you'd figure it out for her, she didn't mind participating in it. But it was uh, not her forte, and so she never really did look into the camera at all, I don't think. I think maybe the the three boys just saw her nose the whole time. (laughs) But... uh, but uh, she certainly did have a great conversation with them, and she really 
was interested to know what made them tick. And she, she was actually like that about all people. She was really fascinated by, by all life forms, I guess you could say. In fact, she often said that if she had it to do again, that she enjoyed acting, but she might very well have gone into the sciences. In fact, she was studying that before she got the acting bug, but she could have easily seen herself going into zoology or genetics or something like that. She just really um, was quite reverent about life in that way. You you mentioned how she was not a big fan of technology and or social media. I mean, you know, she had people who helped her with that, but uh, she was right. old. She was old school in a lot of ways, and and that speaks to one of the things she talks about in her book, "What Would Marianne Do," which is, and I believe she says, social media is a good thing, but it will never substitute for actual contact with people and that's where we really build our relationships and that's that's a value that it sounds like she lived by her entire life that's true that's true i mean i i have to say i didn't speak with her much once the pandemic started yeah but i wonder if she would have felt quite the same way because speaking for myself i mean i've always been more uh, interested in that kind of thing than, than certainly she was. But I have to tell you, since the pandemic, I've, I've just considered all of these things to be lifesavers. I mean, you know, it was, uh, it was my birthday a little while ago, and I had a Zoom party. I didn't physically see a single soul that day, and yet it was one of the best I can ever remember because of all the interaction I had via the computer. So I, I would say any other year I would give that to Dawn, but, but this year I think we're a little past that. Yeah, well, as a lot of artists have done, as a lot of everybody has done over the past 10 months, uh, we have found new ways to connect with others, to, to bring ourselves and to bring what we do to uh, others. And yes, uh, I, I, I would like to think Don would have embraced that uh, at some point. Bill Funt is on the line with us. Bill Funt, son of Alan Funt. Bill was very, very good friends with Don Wells over the past 12 or 13 years, and he is sharing a few memories of Don Wells with us as part of our tribute to Don Wells. Don Wells, the actress known around the world as Marianne on Gilligan's Island. Don Wells passed away this past Wednesday, December 30th at the age of 82. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Later on in the program, we'll play highlights of our July 2017 interview with Don Wells on TV Confidential. Please stay tuned for that. You mentioned that Don had a nice FaceTime chat with your three nephews. I understand, and this goes back to the maternal instincts that she had to her friends and her loved ones, I understand that she became particularly close to Alan Hale's granddaughter, Samantha. She did, actually. Um, And I'm very pleased to say that I had something to do with that. Um, now, Dawn 
was always like that. I mean, Hope Juber Sherwood's daughter, who's also a friend of mine, posted about how she'd known Dawn since she was seven years old, uh, and that she always was like that. And then I mentioned Patrick Denver. Patrick Denver had the same feeling about her. Samantha Hale, who you've had on, and I believe will be on. I, I don't know when that episode is coming. That will I, air sometime in the next month or so. Well, that's great, because not only is she the Skipper's granddaughter, but she's a really talented comedian in her own right. And I can't remember exactly how I was introduced. I think I was introduced to her through social media. Um, and I knew Dawn, and she expressed an interest in meeting Dawn, and so I set that up. And it was... It was long lost Mishpuka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Um, yes, if I had been there, the island would have been Jewish. <laughs> but uh, would have been the island Israel, okay? No. Uh, but uh, um, no, so, so Dawn and Samantha met, and it was just. I mean, they were family, basically, from then on out. She, I mean, Samantha knew her grandfather, but I don't think he was around for a lot of her life. And uh, Dawn, of course, had not seen Alan for decades at that point. And they met, and they just completely hit it off. Uh, they both were similarly level-headed about the business, and... Um, you know, Dawn was a fan of anybody who put the work in. Let's say, you know, she she had a um, a ranch a while back where she used to have these uh, boot camps mm-hmm. for different uh, sections of the industry. She had one for uh, film actors and for film crew and songwriters, and uh, just she was really, really, really interested in people knowing their craft and being serious about the work. And Samantha is like that. And, you know, it's not, it's, uh, it's not uncommon for anyone with uh, celebrity blood to think that they can just waltz in without putting the effort in. And Samantha just never was like that. And so Don liked her very much for that reason and other reasons. And uh, I have some great memories of, of taking Dawn to see her perform and then seeing the two of them afterwards, and that was that was just great. The one thing that both of them insisted on that evening was don't draw attention to Marianne. It's a, there's a, they, neither of them wanted any moment in the middle of the act where Samantha would go, hey, Marianne is here. Samantha didn't want it, and Dawn didn't want yeah. it. So I, I wanted it. I would have... <laughs> Yeah, but that, I'm just uh, the concierge doesn't get the final say. No, so. the, the, the concierge doesn't always get the final say, but you are the eighth castaway of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, Bill, to that eventually. There, yes, uh, Bill Funt is on the line with us, sharing a few memories of his dear friend Don Wells. We'll talk some more with Bill as we continue our tribute to Don Wells here on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California, 
that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. You can now purchase t-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.